Welcome to the PNN Podcast with your host, Kerry Wood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. Thanks to everyone for joining us. It is Thursday, January 28th, 2021. Still hard for me to accept that it's 2021. Uh, and I don't know about you, but the rate we're going, I'm already beginning to miss 2020. I thought I'd keep it short today. Uh, I kind of want to touch on all this big brother overreach nonsense and, you know, and kind of how we got here and what we sh- maybe we should be doing or thinking about be doing, you know, but I'm really, I kind of want to hit on the the left and the Facebook stuff and, and, and just kind, kind of, kind of give you a couple things, hopefully to think about. So it, show's going to be a little bit on the serious side today. And they, the proverbial left, they went after Donald Trump. They went after General Flynn. They went after Parler. They have now gone after Mike Lindell of Pillow for basically speaking his beliefs, which incidentally line up where real Christians should be. Do you, do you really, I want to ask you this question. Do you feel safe? Well, I have your, you know, I can ask this question all I want. Ask yourself this question. Do you feel safe in the society that we're in now? Do you feel safe? Okay, let's back up a little bit. Before they went after Trump, they went after other things. Like they went after the Boy Scouts. And what what did they do? They completely destroyed that fine institution. They went after the NFL. And they basically ruined football for anyone who truly believes in this country and what it's and what our flag stands for. You know, they went after a bakery for not baking a cake because it went against their Christian values. But weren't they a private business so they could do what they want, right? That at least that's the common Facebook and Twitter argument we're hearing today, which is BS. And go back to the last show, I went through all that with you if you wanted to want to know. Um, so, so do you feel safe? They've come after all these people. Do you feel safe? Do you, do you really think they won't come for you? Do you sit around and think about that? What, you know, really, I mean, sometimes I do. I'd like just when, when, at what point do they come for me? Right. In a way they've already been limiting what we can say on public forums. So if they're limiting what we can and can't say, have they not kind of already come for us? They won't, you know, the first thing they shut down was our churches. You go to a grocery store. You know, I saw somewhere, you know, a teacher shows up at a grocery store and it's bag boys and cashiers that he taught in school and he can sit there and interact with them to buy groceries and carry groceries out to his car, but he can't see them in church or school. You know, I mean, you know, they, so in a way they've already come for us. You know, last on the last show I covered the, um, Supreme Court ruling, sex. I said sex offender. Really, it was a pedophile. He went after children, and so he was banned from Facebook under a North Carolina law. And the Supreme Court ruled in 2017 an 8-0 to ruling that social media was essential to free speech. Now, granted, that was challenging a North Carolina law. It wasn't challenging Facebook. So, so really, social media, it is it is essential. But, you know... If they don't want us there. Why do we want to be there? Not long ago, I saw a Facebook cover-up of the Lord's Prayer with one of these false information things on it. 
you know, what's really kind of funny about that is Facebook put a one of these, you know, you can't see what it is, it just says false information, the little gray screen, you have to click on it if you really want to see it, and it was the Lord's Prayer. I'm like, okay, why, why did they cover this up, false information? So I clicked on the fact checker thing, and the fact checker thing was um, that it's, it's false information that Facebook covers up the Lord's Prayer, but they covered up the Lord's Prayer so you could read their fact-checking information that they don't cover up. It made absolutely no sense whatsoever. You know, they're willing to do that. I mean, really, how safe do you feel? Do you believe your children will be able to grow up safe from this tyranny? Do you, do you believe they will? Here's the deal. We didn't lose this fight in 2020. The battle that was won by the left which led to all of this, though the worst parts of everything anyway, occurred on January 22nd, 1973. That was when the U.S. Supreme Court legalized, basically legislated from the bench, the killing of babies. The court is supposed to interpret law, not legislate from the bench. And so where, 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 where's Congress been this whole time? It really kind of fell on them to fix this, right? So what were we supposed to do, just sit back and let it happen? I mean, we really can't blame Congress, can we? Because, I mean, that was, I mean, God, 1973. That, okay, that was just a long time ago. Okay, let's just agree on that, long time ago. I was like six years old. <laughs> Shh. Um, yeah, it's a lot of time to pass and Congress not really act to fix. But it really fell on the people, right? to quit electing those in Congress who have failed us. Isn't that really the truth? That it's the people's fault because we keep sending the same people back to Congress to fail us? So we can't really point at Congress. We gotta look in the mirror if you keep, if you're a repeat offender voter. Now, we have other books other laws on the books, like, you know, there's, there's the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act. Now, the left, they love these laws. They love them. Did you know under this gold, Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act, you are not allowed to kill or take bald or golden eagles, including their parts, nests, or eggs. In other words, unborn animals have more rights than unborn humans. Same thing with sea turtles and their eggs and countless other species. Now you may be wondering what the connection is to Roe v. Wade and the battles we're fighting today, or you may very well see what the left has done, what they have systematically lined up. I mean, think about this. Who should be the safest and most protected among us? Babies, right? And the women who carry them. Throughout human history, they have, generally speaking, been the most protected, the most valued among us. But the left, somehow the le we've allowed the left to convince the masses that babies are entirely disposable. A society that collectively refuses to protect its most vulnerable babies, pregnant women, what do you think will happen when pedophiles move in on the Boy Scouts and demand they be included? 
what do you think was going to happen? Sure, a few people put up a fight. It did. A lot of people tried to fight that. Not enough. Clearly. But largely, people won't care about that because human life, babies, children, have already been greatly devalued in our society. So, since they canceled our children long ago, now they're canceling people like Flynn, Lindell, Trump. They cancel whoever they want. Who's really going to fight for a bunch of old white men when, if people don't actually care about keeping babies alive? I mean, really. If you don't care about keeping a baby alive, you're going to go fight for some old white guys? No. And if they come for them, they can come for you. If they kill a baby, nothing's off limit. If they'll cancel babies, nothing's off limits to these people. So you see the connection? We've been so conditioned. We're conditioned to accept the losses. We're conditioned to accept the can canceling of people. And, well, it's not us. We don't care. Maybe they won't come after me. Maybe they won't ever come after me. Yeah, they will. That's the thing. They will. Starbucks wouldn't be in business if the majority of people were true Christians. They've given millions of their profits for the purpose of dismembering babies and extracting them from what should be the safest place on the planet, their mother's womb. Do you remember, I mean, gosh, this goes back probably 20 plus years ago, all the WWJD stuff. You used to see that everywhere. It got real popular for kids for a while wearing the WWJD bands and stuff. Uh, what would Jesus do? Do, do you think, do you think Jesus would walk into a Starbucks and purchase a cup of coffee knowing he was helping fund the murder of innocent babies? Somehow I just doubt it. But there's no shortage of people who are sitting in church pews who will walk out of a church on a Sunday and head for the drive-thru at Starbucks and not think a darn thing about it. Many of these same people have been getting on Facebook since the stolen election and have advocated prayer as a solution to our problems. Now, I can't speak to what God might or might not do or how he may or may not answer prayers or intervene in any way. I don't claim to have any real insight on God's behavior, okay? But it just seems to me that prayer coming from a country unwilling to do anything about the six million babies murdered, well, it just it just seems that might that prayer might fall a bit flat, especially given that people can't even inconvenience themselves enough to quit funding the murders by drinking a different coffee. I can't you can't even be Really, I don't say you as in you who are listening right now because maybe you're not. But I mean the proverbial you. You can't quit drinking. Seriously, you can't quit drinking a coffee that funds the killing of children. You, that's such a large inconvenience in your life. Really? If you turn your, if you turn your back on anyone, God included, I think your expectations of what you receive from that person should pretty well be nil, as in nada, nothing, zero. To take it even further, what does God do throughout the Bible to people who turn their backs? He tends to wipe them out. In the case of the flood, I guess the world was so bad 
everyone had to go. You know, except for Noah and his family. Basically, everyone else. Boom. Let's just drown them all. None of them are worth saving. I, I don't know, but I'd be willing to bet there was no shortage of people who thought themselves to be good and decent who died because the society that they were participating in wasn't good and decent. Many who thought they were good and decent, many probably weren't doing anything worse than funding abortion with their coffee purchases and but still thought themselves to be good and holy. Probably. I don't know. I'd almost be willing to bet that as bad as the world was back then, well, I just can't imagine it was actually filled with as much evil as we have today. Now, am I perfect? No. I'm at least as guilty as any of you listening. I did quit buying Starbucks products when I learned they gave millions to Planned Parenthood. If I was out somewhere and I wanted coffee, I'd find a Dunkin' Donuts or something else. I would not give my money to Starbucks. Um, and I'm breaking a rule here talking about myself. This show isn't about me. It's for you. I don't like to talk about me. I don't really want to talk about me. But I hope my own failure in this situation can help illustrate how critical this really is to your health and well-being, mentally and physically and spiritually. I had a significant other. Many of you know exactly who I'm talking about. Her name was Kat, and that really doesn't matter. I've since found out she changes her name and goes by something different pretty much every time she has a major screw-up in her life. But Kat was the love of my life. At least that's how I felt at the time. We clicked like nothing I've ever seen with any other couple. We always got along. We never argued. If there was a problem, we worked it out together by either tackling it together or dividing and conquering whatever the occasion called for without arguments. It was always seamless. I always had her best interest at heart, and in turn, she watched out for me like no one else ever had. Okay, you're getting the picture I'm painting, right? I could seriously go on, but I won't. I just want to make it clear how special that was in the moment that it existed. It was the best to me. I really thought I'd spend the rest of my life with her. And in always wanting to make her happy, I broke my Starbucks rule a few times. Uh, If I had to guess, I'd say about six times. One of her favorite drinks was the hot vanilla latte from Starbucks. I wanted so badly to give her what she wanted and to make her happy that I stopped and got it for her on several occasions. Thing is, I could have told Cap that I didn't believe in buying Starbucks, and I doubt it would have ever been an issue. She really probably wouldn't have said anything about it or cared. I later learned that it wasn't that everything was so perfect. It really was that she pretended to be something she wasn't. One day, Kat told me she was pregnant with my child. I was both happy and nervous all at the same time. So was she. But we began began to make plans for the future. Before she got too far along, she wanted to make a trip to Scotland, Pennsylvania to visit her family. That's where her father and other family members live. And it was during that time that she told me she lost our child. Losing the child was one of the worst things I've ever had to endure. It really took me about two years to get to a point where I didn't think about it every day. 
that's how invested I was in it. And when it finally got to that point where I didn't think about it, Kat had been gone about a year at that point. She left a year later with no explanation. But I'm guessing it was guilt based on everything that I've learned since. So about a year after she left, someone informed me that she never went to her dad's in Scotland, Pennsylvania, but rather she went to North Carolina and got an abortion. Anyone who knows me knows that I've been very detached for the past two years. I lost someone I thought I loved, only to find out she was a complete fraud who murdered my child. And internally, I, I couldn't help but feel that by purchasing that Starbucks coffee, even though it was just a few times, that I somehow contributed to the funding of that behavior, which greatly impacted me mentally and emotionally. In a way, I, I funded the death of my child, right? Then I have to think about all of the other lives which have been horribly impacted like this over the decades. And trust me, you do not want that sort of guilt riding on you. You may be able to ignore the guilt for now because it affects other people and not you. But one day, your significant other might murder your innocent baby. Or maybe your daughter-in-law might murder your grandbaby. Who knows? But one day, it might actually hit home. And then how will you feel knowing that you helped fund that? Okay, did I get dark enough for you? Sorry, I really wanted to hit... I really I really want people to, to imagine clearly enough what all that feels like to do the right thing, to understand there are consequences. Okay, I don't really mean to sound preachy. I, my whole point is when they get you to devalue babies, they get you to devalue anything. If they can come and take those successfully, they can take anything successfully. All right, okay. So, several days ago, I created a post on Facebook that simply said, some dog breeds have six legs. Now, you might be wondering why I posted that. Maybe it's obvious. Because, you know, Facebook either checks every post to be factual, or they are targeting certain types of speech. It's one or the other, right? Now, if they were legitimately trying to check every post to make sure it's factual, you might could make an argument, however misguided, their intentions are good. And, and like I said, you might can make an argument. I still wouldn't buy it. People, there's there's no requirement that you are factual in what you say. People are, and, and that's that how, how are, that's how people learn. Say something that's incorrect and, and, and let someone correct you or have a discussion about something. There has to be open dialogue. To shut down open dialogue, well, it's just, it's, it's bad, okay? It's not nice, not polite. It's really freaking evil. All right. So, uh, yeah, so you could argue that they were trying to if they did that. But the fact that I can put something so blatantly false up and have it last for days without any challenge means they truly are not interested in facts. They are only interested in shutting down a certain segment of the population. I've gone full-blown MeWe with many others, but MeWe's not without its faults. Um, I have caught some things 
where they've they've done a little censoring. There was the Patriot Party that was on there, and they kind of were disappeared. And then there was another anti-Biden post that uh, someone I know put up, and they showed me the screenshot of it, and MeWe um, put some sort of pending approval thing on it. So MeWe's not without their issues. They're not as blatant as Facebook yet, but there there's some of that going on. It's just not as visible yet. I do like Gab, but um, I can't I can't get Gab to stay up or work properly. Gab keeps falling apart on me, and the things that I need to do with Gab, and I actually went to the, I did the I did the paid service with Gab. I I don't even remember what it cost. It wasn't all that expensive, but you pay it up for an entire year in advance. I want to say it was like seventy five bucks or something like that. I don't I really don't remember, so don't quote me on that. But anyway, I, I can't get it to work. And, and I had to pay that in order to create a page. And absolutely everything I post on my page is also posted on my profile. And I can't figure out a way to turn that off. And then half the time I'm sitting there posting and things just disappear or Gab just shuts down. I mean, it is riddled with problems. But all in all, they've got the best design. If they can just make it, they can just make it work. They're not censoring anybody. And this guy's pretty hardcore uh, to free us from tyranny. He manages his own servers, which is, like I say, part of the problem, apparently. But um, they'll get there. Somebody's got to do this. He's even trying to come out with his own phone that's not an Apple or an Android, so you can't have everything you do tracked on it by them. You know, there's there's got to be some other alternatives to stuff. And so, so Gab, I really, really like Gab if it'll just work. Uh, but I keep going back to Facebook to try to convince others to leave. I've wiped out everything. Um, and I've almost, I, I like, I will post this podcast on there and leave it up for two or three days, and then I'll take it down. Okay, it's that, I'm doing that sort of thing. And so, you know, I'm amazed at how many people have been on Facebook saying that they are okay with the censorship. So there are a lot of them that are even celebrating, happy that there's less political talk and they can you know they're seeing their favorite dog and cat memes and not seeing people argue about politics um these people really aren't aware of the world um if that's where their head is and they don't care they don't care that the world's falling apart around them they don't care that people have been silenced you know only because it hasn't affected them yet it's going to they don't care that they are, in reality, they, the proverbial they again, the left, shutting down the right. They don't care that they're targeting the Lord's Prayer, that they're targeting Christians. And these people that are more interested in the dog and cat memes, they don't care either. They don't, they would not care if tomorrow they started rounding us up and putting us in re-education camps or boxcars, they wouldn't care. These dog and cat meme people would do nothing to stop it. They would remain fat, dumb, and happy that we're gone. They wouldn't miss us without even realizing the system will be coming for them at some point. And we're all the standing in the way. They don't care. It's got to land on their doorstep before they're going to. Then there are others who keep trying to post the same political points 
only to get shut down, throttled back, or put in Facebook jail. They won't leave. It's kind of like somebody's told you, I want you out of my house, and they're like, no, I'm just going to sit here. I have a right to sit here. You know, well, okay, let's argue, arguably say that you do have, because I do think you have a right to speak your mind on Facebook. But still, if they want you out of their house, leave. Many of them are angry that so many of us have left. They think we should stay and fight on Facebook for our First Amendment rights. They don't understand that there is no fighting them within their own system. As a Facebook user, you are the product. You, you got to get that through your head. You are the product. It kills me that people use the Facebook controls. Okay, They try to control what others see, where their posts are either public or private or can or can't be shared. What the hell is wrong with you people? Nothing on Facebook is private. Nothing. Maybe I can't readily see your information, but I can certainly buy it. That's what Facebook does. They sell your information so people will know how to target you. The only reason they give you, the only reason they give you the a sense of control, because Facebook likes it when you hide stuff. That makes their product more valuable. People can't go in there and mine for it or look for it if it's hidden. So go ahead and hide stuff. You're making them even more money. You're driving the cost of their product up even more because they're because nothing is private because they're going to sell it. <sighs> what is wrong with people? It's insanity to think that you have any privacy because you are the product. It's going to be like a cow out in the field thinking that he can walk behind a few trees and have some privacy. No, he's the product. He's going to be, go ahead and keep grazing. You're going to be the stake. You're going to bring in that rancher a lot of money. You're the cattle. You're Facebook cattle. Okay. In turn, every time you get on Facebook and scroll, you're seeing ads. And just by seeing the ads, you're making Facebook money. Because they get paid, paid by the ads being served up. They get paid on the imprints. Not on you clicking them. So all you got to do is see them. And cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. As you're scrolling through, you are making Mark Zuckerberg even wealthier. Congratulations. Why don't people get this? Why? 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 Why keep participating in a system where you are continuously bought and sold, where you are the product making money for the very system which is not only shutting you down, but this system spent 400 plus million dollars on the Democrats in the 2020 election. Do you believe, really, Do you are you one of those that believes that something wasn't right about the election? Do you believe there was fraud? Does it make you angry? Then why are you on Facebook helping gener helping to generate funds for them to cover the 2022 and or 2024 elections? Why are you funding the very movement you claim to have a problem with? Why? You know, Facebook didn't really attack the political speech first. They started under the guise of so-called science. 
where for the safety of everyone, people, including many, many doctors, were not allowed to speak about the benefits of the, I always have a hard time with this word, hydrox, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, that's it, right? Hydroxychloroquine, HCQ, I think some people bring it with. God bless, I can, I can never remember that word. Anyway, the American Medical Association and others, um, all of a sudden since Trump's gone, say that that's okay now. How many people had to die because that information wasn't allowed to be shared by Facebook? Should they not bear some responsibility in that? Really? People were trying to tell people almost a year ago that was the go-to drug. But Facebook bans you from talking about it. They banned doctors. Doctors who were using it successfully. There was one, one doctor who had treated several hundred patients with it, a 100% success rate. And they Facebook banned her video. Not to get off track, the point was the censoring was done in the name of science. Even though the science, the, fact, the Facebook fact checkers, the fascist book fact checkers were using had been debunked over and over. And there was no shortage of idiots on Facebook making fun of those of us who were trying to tell the truth. Those of us who were actually basing our comments on actual scientific research. No, huh, let's who got up today and all of a sudden they're 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 uh they're an expert. Yeah, they belittled us. And Facebook enabled them to belittle us. They, I mean, really, I mean, bullying is what they are. They're a bunch of bullies. We just tried to bring them the truth. And we got bullied for bringing the truth. But this is where we are today. And why? Now, I track the other thing back. You know, you know how they're canceling people because if they can cancel um, the most vulnerable among us, the babies, they can cancel anybody and get away with it, right? Okay, so what about this whole science thing? You know, because you aren't allowed to say anything negative about gay people, are you? Nope. They've become a protected class. Why is that? Really? Why, why do you really think that is? You know, because anyone, anyone who had basic high school science and can think for themselves will tell you there are just two sex chromosomes. There's only an X female or a Y male that exist in all mammals. There's not a Baskin Robbins of 32 flavors of sexual chromosomes. They don't exist. You are scientifically either a male or female. There is no non-binary chromosome it doesn't that doesn't exist if you are a man who thinks he's really a woman it is not a physical issue it is a mental one period there are people who will say that what i just said is is hateful and not true that it, it's not it's actual science period there's no hate to it that's just science it is what it is to ignore it is to ignore science. So, again, why is this important? Because if the so-called experts can get you to believe there are 30-something genders despite hard science dictating there's really just two, 
If they can create that sort of fraud and get you to buy into it, then guess what? They can convince you of anything. Quite literally, if they can dumb the masses down that far, they can sell you whatever narrative they want. And they have. Almost everything the so-called experts have said about corona has been debunked. There's no shortage of scientific information showing how bad these masks are for people. But people keep wearing them. Everyone wearing a mask is afraid. They are doing it out of fear. People who wear masks are living in fear. They are either fearful of the virus, so they are ignoring common sense and basic high school science, or they are afraid of being singled out and being different for not wearing a mask. So why does the left like the masks? Because where people are living in fear, they can easily be controlled. Fearful people are more easily manipulated. Look it up. I'm basing that on science. There's plenty of science to back that up as well. Not hard to find it online yet. They'll remove that too. The more fearful people are, the less clearly they think. There's plenty of scientific research on that. So they want to keep you in fear. The mask allows the left to easily see that most of the population is willing to be controlled. It allows them to see the few of us who aren't willing to be controlled. Now, I've given you a lot of information today, so what are you going to do with it? Are you going to continue to stay plugged into the matrix? Are you going to ditch that face diaper? and quit financing the destruction of our country. I told you, I've been guilty. That situation of mine, which kept me shut down for a couple of years, well, I've come up with numerous ways to fight back on that front. I've realized it's not about me. It's about exposing the truth to as many people as possible so others don't get caught up in the evil. That's what we all have to do, or nothing is going to change. Expose the truth, expose the evil, do not fund the evil. Read your Bible too on top of that, okay? Prayer is good, but prayer is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. You have to take action against these people. Do not let up, do not stop until we have a safe world to live in. If sea turtle babies and eagle babies can't be destroyed, then neither can human babies. That's the world we want to get to again. Wow, th this must have been an extra heavy show today because I, I tell you, I don't believe we've heard a peep out of Karen. Carrie, I think you're wrong about everything. People can't help it if they were born evil. There's not a chromosome for that, right? Okay, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. I just don't have it in me today, and we're out of time. So please, just say goodbye, Karen. Goodbye, Karen. See y'all later. <laughs>